Today, Girls on Film asks the question, what if high school were different? Well, there's a whole new concept in high school happening right here in Georgia. It's called the Central Educational Center in Noonan, and it combines high school and technical college to get students on the road to success faster. It's high school run like the real world. With a professional approach, students can graduate not only with a diploma, but an associate degree and ready to join the workforce. Broadcast production classes begin as early as the 8th grade. Students get real-world experience and can graduate with up to 20 k in their pocket, instead of a mountain of student debt after college. The school is getting national press, and the entire educational system is taking notice. Today, Girls on Film does the Rodney Dangerfield and goes back to school, high school, to show you the future of education. You've got a major paper coming up on Kurt Vonnegut. You haven't even read any of the books. I tried. I don't understand a word of it. So how are you going to write the paper then, huh? Hi, I'm Kurt Vonnegut. I'm looking for Thornton Mellon. Hey, it's Sarah with Girls on Film with Port Wilson. Good afternoon. Hey, Port, where are we today? Georgia. We are in Georgia, as we should be, because Girls on Film is all about Georgia. We're in in Noonan. I told her the Noonan joke, and she didn't get it. No, I didn't get it. Newman. Noonan. I don't know that joke. What's the joke? She got it today, Noonan. Listen, Noonan. I don't know it. Do you know it? Look at blank. I don't know it. The three of us. I feel okay. horrible. You should. On your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. I'm so depressed. Never mind. Forget Get this. It. I'll edit this out. Well, as I tell people, you <laughs> left Atlanta, and, and now you're in the state of Georgia. Yeah. The other, <laughs> the other Georgia. Yep. The other Georgia. We are, we are here in Noonan, Georgia, which is south of Atlanta. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful town. Come and visit Noonan. It's got some amazing, amazing Victorian buildings, a beautiful town square. It's gorgeous. And it has an incredibly unique media arts program uh, that is unique to the state, possibly unique to the southeast or the nation um we can do some fact checking but i think it's pretty cool um and my good friend mike Britt, he and i used to work together a lot when i was at emory and he was at gpb uh, producer extraordinaire who is now here leading this program thank you guys so much for coming down here uh we're at central educational center it's one of four high schools down here in uh in noonan are you part of the Technical College also. Yes, this uh, Central Educational Center is what's known, <clears throat> excuse me, as a college and career academy. Okay. And so we partner with West Georgia Technical College. Uh, Very good. They have classes here. Right. It's a high school. Uh, and the unique th- thing about this school is that all our students elect to come here. 
they choose. Is, they choose to come here. We're part of the school system. Do so they have our students, to apply? No. Okay. They're free to come here. It's just like uh, when they sign up for classes, they can sign up for classes at their base school or for here. So all the participating high schools uh, educate the kids about this place. That's right. And most, most of our students come via word of mouth. Ah, you know, it, that's always the best way, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That carries a lot of weight. Pat, I need, I need to introduce you to, okay. um, I'm not sure what the, you know, I know that you're here, you're over the audio technical master's program, but I would love for you to give me, teach me, give me the description. Well, my program is the audio production program. So we, we are not technically teachers here we're called directors okay so i'm director of audio and recording okay right and so our program is uh or my program is is recording one essentials of sound recording one where we're dealing with basic audio production techniques um predominantly in the studio the advanced class from that is essentials of sound recording two and we also have uh added last year a new program field audio and live sound production, where we're focused more on advanced techniques for um, camera audio, for broadcast audio, gotcha. television audio, as well as live sound. Fantastic. And in part, that was in response to the new Georgia Music Investment Act, where, where we're, we're hoping that there will be many, many, many more job-related. How, how did that happen? How did the Investment Act push this program? Well, exactly? it, so I was teaching a music business class, and... Um, Part of the music business class is, you know, dealing with copyrights and tour management and planning and budgeting and, and all that you need to know to make money in the industry. Gotcha. Because, I mean, we can be creative, but if we can't pay our bills with it, then Hello. it's, then it's a voca an avocation, not a vocation. Right. So um, we monitored the Georgia Music Investment Act pretty carefully, and um, that was taught in the classroom. And from that, that and also my continued relationship with um, several certificate programs, one of which is uh, the Blackbird Academy in Nashville. Wow. Where, where kids elect to go into either the recording track to work in studios or go into the production live soundtrack to work on tours. Um, I know that the jobs are on the tours. The jobs are out in the field. Right. I mean, think about Noonan. How many live events happen in downtown Noonan or in the community every single week every one of those events have to have some sort of sound person right and that's you know taken all over the all over the country fantastic so more jobs there than in recording studios can I ask a quick background question two gentlemen such as yourself I mean a great program here without getting too far in the weeds can you give me a little bit of professional background on you well, for me, for me I, I come from the film and TV industry, having worked for over 30 years, uh, a number of different companies, including George Public Broadcasting. Uh, I'm a member of the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, so we're connected uh, to the industry here. And uh, with that connection, it provides us the opportunity to bring lots of outside people in, into the program here. That's so smart. And I'm similar, but different, in that I came up in the audio world. Um, I worked over in Muscle Shoals uh, for Barry Beckett when Muscle Shoals was I hot in the early cool. 80s. And then that migration went to, to Nashville. And then I started my own business in 1987 uh, in L.A. Grange, LaGrange, Georgia, not the epicenter of the music world. So I quickly learned that production, to do, to do music in LaGrange, Georgia, I had to do corporate work. 
I had to do, you know, commercial placement. So we grew that company, or I grew that company into 15 people in audio video technologies. And, um, you know, and about eight years ago, downsized that to a mastering only business uh, where I could actually be hands on again instead of running a company. And um, this opportunity presented, presented itself. We had a teacher retire here, and they wanted to build the audio side of Mike's great television video side. And so I thought, you know, I'm then 60 years old, and maybe it's time to help pass the baton. But that's what these, these guys got to know, that you're not just instructors. You know, so many of these places just offer some kind of book learning or whatever. And you've been there, done that. I mean, everywhere from live music to corporate, public television. What is really unique in, is this. Uh, when I talked to the CEO about about this program here, uh, he asked me, well, what would you want to do if, if you came to work here? And I said, well, I would want to run it like a business. He said, okay. okay. And so that's <laughs> what we get to do here. We get to run our really our own businesses here. Yeah. And, and we grow the we, – we educate, grow, inspire the kids to – be ready to go to work when they leave high school it sounds if they want to do that now if they want to go to college then they're even better ready to go to college but they can go to work is incubator a term that is not far off i think that's probably a pretty good term yes okay okay i'm very interested in the audio piece as well of course because we're special well well, (laughs) you know mike told you my dad was in radio for a long time and i'll never forget he brought me home um some studio headphones when I was eight and I remember putting those suckers on and I was just like oh this is fantastic um so just so much fun with music and audio and for me growing up in a radio you know booth with my dad was a really unique uh experience oh I bet I bet it was great yeah I wanted to ask you both of you how do you know if a kid is got that special talent and understanding production? Is there something about them? Do they? I mean, they're all different. They're all different and have different skills. Some kids are here because it's kind of cool. Um, some kids might be here because it's different. But how do you know when you've got that kid that's really got an ear? or an I? It's, it's really, to me, it's work ethic and personality. We can teach the technology, right? but we can't teach the personality, and we can't teach the work. We can inspire the work ethic, but they've got to show up and do the job. And 80 minutes in the classroom is not going to get what they need. They've got to be able to do the 80 minutes, and we have an internship opportunity here, so they, they can come back, they can help do shows, they can take the advanced classes, they can come back after school and record if they're doing all that then they've got the work ethic and they'll they'll make it right Uh, for me seeing seeing kids work every day creative kids want to work they want to create you pick up that and so you just you just keep working on that and encourage that Lots of lots of kids can do the technical part. Yep. You can teach the technical part. It's hard teaching the creative part. I mean, that's that's something that, that I think is innate. So you, you nurture that. You nurture the artist. Yes. Got it. 
and hmm. channel their art into this. I mean, between us, we may we're approaching 200 kids a day. Fantastic. And they will most all of them will say, "I want to be in this business. I want to be in this school." But if they're Can not going back? home, <laughs> investing time and energy and effort into what they've learned in class right. and taking it to the next level, they don't want to be in the business. What we do is, if we need that extra push over the cliff you know what we do put it up to 11, 11 exactly one louder why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder these go to 11 and this this hopefully that weeds them out they, they learn sooner rather than later that this is either for them or it's not for them on that note we're going to take a quick break Hey, we're back. It's Girls on Film, and we are at the Central Education Center in Coweta Oh, County. let me correct oh, oh. you there. Please do. All right. It's Central Educational Ooh. Center. I like that. I stand corrected. Central Educational Center. She can be taught. That's right. He's teaching right now. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. Okay, we're going to keep that in because it's funny. Um, embarrassing for me, but funny. In Coweta County, in Noonan, Georgia. Yes, we are in Georgia because we're girls on film, and that's all we cover is Georgia, Georgia, Georgia entertainment. And we're at, uh, again, the Central Educational Center with the CEO, thank you so much, Mr. Mark Whitlock. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We're yeah, here. We're, we're, we've been um, toured, yeah. and we've met some students and some other teachers. I got to see your aviation program as well as a pl an editing suite. Uh, what else did I see? You saw the other studios. Yeah. 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 Very, yeah, very room. nice. Yeah. Did you see dental assisting? No. Oh, wow. We I'm, host uh, we host a uh, Coweta Samaritan Dental Clinic there. Okay. It was uh, picked by state leaders to present to Nobel Peace Laureates. No. In 2015, had they visited Atlanta as they originally planned. And when they, they went when they, they went to come. Barcelona, we didn't get travel budget for that. Uh. So, yeah. Well, there's always next year. There you go. <laughs> there's there's a lot you haven't seen yet, and we hope to get you a, a full Absolutely. tour. Yeah. I think we might need to come back, actually, <laughs> because there are so many talented kids here, young people, and um, I would love to just hear what they're doing. And so, But we're going to touch on that today. But, Mark, you're in charge, and I would love to hear from you what your vision currently is, and maybe what some of your greatest achievements have been here. Well, I, I'm uh, only in charge because we've got a great community that really, really drives this. They allow me the opportunity to, to do this, to call me CEO. What a great opportunity for me. The chance is that we can ensure competitive talent for current and future careers our community designed that idea 20 years ago in formal needs assessment activity driven by a gentleman who lived here for lots of years 
worked at Harvard with a guy named B.F. Skinner. Okay. Yeah, and Dr. Harless led us through a design process to create the first of what are now 47 college and career academies across the state of Georgia, some developing in other states. And in, in, in terms of that, are people modeling themselves after this yes. school? Okay, it, I would love to hear a little bit about that. Sure. In short, yes, they are. Okay. That's happening because the state of Georgia created the College and Career Academy initiative based on this model. So what we do is now a part of state law in Georgia. Wow. So that it can be modeled, so that accountability systems can be developed, uh, and so that funding streams can be driven toward this opportunity for school districts, technical colleges, other higher ed institutions, and most specifically opportunities for students. Right. Um, On that, just to take that a little bit further, so many uh, states and cities uh, lose talent because they don't have industry to support it. Um, in terms of keeping talent in Georgia, does your program work to do that? That's the idea. The idea is based on the data. The data tell us that uh, jobs in Georgia are becoming more technical. They're requiring education beyond the traditional high school diploma. Much of that education doesn't mean four-year degree. Right. It means certification. It means internship, apprenticeship. Right. It means maybe associate degree. It means all kinds of things. But that means that we've got to get a broader group of young people in our community ready to stay home. Yeah. In the generation past, we got a group of young people in our community ready to go get a four-year degree and never return. Okay. We've now got to keep that brain power here. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Um, Mike was telling us that uh, this excellent program is filling us in in the background, said there's a number of firsts, things that only happen here. Yeah, yeah. Could you? We want some firsts. Sure. First first college and career academy. First... um, Samaritan Dental Clinic. We don't see anybody else doing that. First eighth grade academy in a program like this. I love that. We're starting as early as the eighth grade. That's important. That's amazing. First time ever in the United States that there's been a certified German style apprenticeship program that starts as young as age 15. German language. German certification, part of their dual education system that's been going on for decades in Germany, places like Switzerland, Austria, the United Kingdom. We've not seen that here in America. This is new for me completely. We we brought it here. We brought it here. And the first occupation we're working on is the industrial mechanic, the advanced technician who has to take care of all that automation, all that machinery in the factory, make sure it's running. We've seen manufacturing jobs in the U.S. and in Georgia decrease, but we've seen these high-tech jobs in manufacturing increase. So today, with 8% of our country involved in manufacturing, we're producing more than double what we produced when we had 18% 18% gotcha. of our country involved. Gotcha. Much more automation. 
We have the first program based on that German system. Uh, that system is regarded as the the gold standard in the world in manufacturing. That's so interesting. Impressive. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for telling us about that. Yeah. I had no idea. I really want to do my homework on that. I find it very fascinating. It is fascinating. It really is. It's a different way to, for some, they say it's a different way to do college. So for a student in that program, they will finish at age 18 with a high school diploma. Yep. An associate degree from technical college. German certification. The USDOL said German certification so good, we'll automatically add U.S. certification Ugh. on top Sweet. of it. They finish with no college debt. They finish with about $20,000 in their pocket, having been paid by manufacturers during that three-year program. Love. And they finish with a job that starts typically between forty dollars and $50,000 a year at Fantastic. age 18. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Um, a lot of students, a lot of young people, um, they they don't know what they want to do. They don't know who they want to be. So, how do you capture that that talent and that skill, and you know, whittle it down into you're going to be trained for a skill. You know, a lot of kids are like, I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to have a skill or I don't, I want to be, you know, I want to be a rock star or I want to do this. Yeah. A lot of kids don't know what they want to do. Are there just as many that do? Or are you finding that you're teaching and, and bringing in and they're learning what they want to do? I think there's magic in choice. And what CEC and schools like it do is allow students to choose. We base our programs on the local, the regional economy. So we're providing choices that are realistic, right. that lead to real opportunities right. in the area. When we do that and when we open that up for students to make a choice, when you have a great school district like we do that has them well prepared to read, write, compute, do all the things they need to do in today's workplace, when we can add the skill success, uh, you've got a student who's prepared at age 18 to do what commonly in the United States we see done at by the age of 27. We had a magazine follow what we're doing and say, what you guys are doing is closing a nine-year gap Unbelievable. in productivity. Unbelievable. Um, how do you recruit such great teachers like Mike Brett? That is critical Absolutely. to what we do. Absolutely. Yeah, part of the way we do that, I believe, is because we have centralized all these programs in one area. So a professional from industry like Mike Britt looks at this and says, well, this is not just another part of the educational system. This is the focus yeah. of an area in education. Right. There is a level of investment here. There's a level of um, the ability to, to get business support. Right. This is a place where a professional like Mike Britt can come in and help define, because he knows what the industry wants, yep. he can help define what the curriculum looks like. Certainly we've got standards, 
Mike Britt and others go way beyond those because our focus is on industry standards, right? not just educational standards. Right. Well, you have the proof is in the pudding. You're putting these kids into, into those situations, and they have to be prepared. They do. They do. Mike, what do you... When you're looking, when you're training a student, how do you know when they're ready? Is it a test? Is it a skill set? Is it a pers- personality? Well, uh, you know, over the course of the year, I, I run about 200 students th- through the course, so everyone's not going to get it. This is not going to be for them. But for those that do, you you typically see a spark. You start to see that spark or saying, hey, I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Right. And then the most important thing I really work on with them is not the technical side. It's not even the creative side. It's the work ethic side. Developing somebody who has the right work ethics, you know, the right attitude, the the ability to work with other people cooperatively in teams and have a great attitude. Because a kid with a great attitude, you can teach him anything. That's such a good answer. <laughs> Honestly, I have to say I teach a class, a writing class. One of the best students I ever had, you put a test in front of him, he'd white out could not pass it if you asked him the question he'd work his way through it mm-hmm. enthusiastic smart on it and he's working today he, he could not pass a written test though right, right do you know that do you know that's the first thing employers ask us to focus on when we did test form, taking formal, uh, uh, work ethic work ethic work this ethic. is the fourth time that since yeah. we've been here yeah. that a different person has talked about work ethic. It's critical. It's amazing. In the first needs assessment, when we uh, did survey of chamber members in the community, seven to 800 of them. Wow. And we got a huge response rate from that. The number one thing they asked for was teach a different level of work ethic. Yeah. Not because these young people didn't have it, but because the workplace was changing. Right. What they told us was the workplace was becoming global with less supervision, more technology. So by the age of 18, we need somebody who can handle that workplace, somebody who can succeed. That requires a different level of work ethic. Yeah. So we're, we're not talking about bringing them up to adult standards. We're talking about bringing everybody up to a new standard. Okay. I have two more things to ask sure. you. The first is, what is your vision for the next three years for this place? What do you want to see it do? I want to see it expand. We've got more programs we need to, to, to add. Okay. I uh, want to see more focus on longer-term uh, relationship, internship, apprenticeship with employers, uh, and want to see even more... Uh, businesses get involved and come inside this place to help teach that brings me to my second question which was what is the sweet spot for the companies that work with you guys sweet spot is with um, for them relatively minimal investment they can get a return on that because they've got great teachers great directors as we call them like mike Britt, yeah who can take that investment in equipment and 
help produce a student who is immediately productive in the workplace. It's it's an ROI. It's a return on investment it calculation. Is. Yep. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank it. you. For coming and doing this with us today and for letting us see everything in the school. It's amazing. It is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Here we go. Fired up, Sarah. We are Girls on Film podcast in Noonan, Georgia today at the Central Educational Center, which is a charter school specialty program that features almost like a, a work, a skills and work to work to what? Work to getting a job. Yeah. It's it's a it's a really amazing faster track to developing a skill set to keep talent it's in like Georgia. Like you said, instead of age twenty-seven, we're talking about age eighteen. It's brilliant. Out of the workforce. I wish I had come here. Hello, but we're with Dane. Hello, Dane. What's your last name? Uh, Dane Long. Dane Long and Brian. Brian Torres. Brian Torres and Maddie. Madison Greenberg. Madison Greenberg, what a pretty name. And I did see Madison producing a community informational program. What was that called? Uh, it's called The Link. The Link. It's a weekly TV show that just keeps everyone up to date what's going on in the community. Um, local people such as charities and community groups come on and we let them have about um, eight to ten minutes of airtime where they Excellent. explain their... Brian, what are you studying here and why are you coming here to the school? So I'm studying uh, film and television. Um, I'm trying to become a uh, camera operator, and more specifically a Steadicam operator. What's that? So a Steadicam is a device that um, allows you to, allows for a video to become more stabilized. So okay. it doesn't look like it's just not shaking right. and stuff like that. Right. So there's a lot of um, a lot of technology being developed all the time. Yes. So I I was actually recently um, at a uh, at the Cinegear Expo here in uh, Pinewood Studios. Right, right, right. And I got to see a lot of uh, really cool equipment. And um, you want it? Yeah, and I want it. I but know. Unfortunately, I can't afford it. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But you're eight years ahead of everybody else. And Dane. What are you focusing on here? Uh, I'm studying to become a mixing engineer and uh, a sound recordist. And uh, so here I've been taking all the sound recording classes and all the live sound stuff here uh, to be able to learn how to do that. What drew you to that instead of video production? Uh, I, I did take video here. Uh, and then I, I got the recording class on accident. And but so I, I liked it. I liked it far more than I did the video side. Why? So I think it's just I've always had a fascination with like the audio side of things. Mostly because whenever I make my own videos, audio has always been the biggest hurdle. Absolutely. For me to get over. Absolutely. 
And so, you know, I, at first I thought it was, oh, I'm going to learn how to make music. But as the class went on, I learned, oh, I, I'm going to learn how to, like, record other people and their bands or their voices and stuff like that. Engineer mm-hmm. and take create shapes. I mean, you can really do some, you can manipulate sound. Yeah. It's fun. It's way easier than manipulating video. I know that. Because with video, you're seeing everything that's being changed. With audio, it, everything flows so perfectly. It's If you make a change, then it's going to flow into that change. With you, video, it's a lot harder to do that. You can so, get away with a lot on that audio. So it seems like a, a little bit of a, a more elegant skill in a way. Maybe? Maybe mm-hmm. not. It's just as important, it but is. it gets overlooked a lot. It really does. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Maddie, where are you going? Well, when I started this program in eighth grade, I was like... Eighth grade. See, eighth grade, that's spectacular. I know, man. it's blowing my mind. I was 12, so... Ugh. And how old are you now? I'm 16. Okay. And I'm a senior, so... And so mature and composed. It's oh. making me crazy. Thank you. Um, in eighth grade, I started the program. I met Mr. Britt. And from oh there... Oh, my God, Mike. I, Yes. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> no. I introduced him to my father, and he came in, and he t- taught a couple lighting classes. Sweet. And I fell in love with um, producing. And then it took a while for me to get back on track, but I came back at the beginning of my junior year. And I took film one, and then he begged for me to come back for film two, and that's when I really started my producing career. And then when I came uh, as an intern, when I came back, uh, I actually started assistant directing and I decided that was more so the path that I wanted to go. Um, I'm currently um, assistant directing on two different student Emmys. Brilliant. Awesome. Brilliant. Brian. It's back to you, Brian. <laughs> okay, so I started in eighth grade as well as Madison. Amazing. We were actually in the same class. Oh my God. Yeah, and um, I really liked the class. But in these kids are grade. laughing. These these kids, they're so mature. These, they're laughing just so people can't see this. So, but they're charming. Yeah, so um, I'm sorry I interrupted you, Brian. It's okay. Uh, in ninth grade, I decided to take uh, other electives here at CEC to see if there was anything I liked, and I didn't. I didn't like anything else. So in tenth grade, I took film one, then film two. And then I came back as an intern my junior year, and I'm a senior now, and I'm an intern again. So tell me why the Steadicam. I mean, it's I know some operators, and it's it's a pretty tough gig still, you know. But you're a shooter, but you could be you could be a shooter and do the Steadicam. Why just Steadicam? For right now, uh, he likes it. Yeah, I like I like the he likes it the complexity of it, like how difficult it is, cool. how difficult it is to uh, operate a how, Steadicam. What makes and, it difficult? Uh, just uh, I really a, don't know anything about it. A bunch of factors. So first, you have to balance it out. With, mm-hmm. Then you have to think of the way, and um, then you also have to think about the environmental factors, such as wind. And then, uh, since it's something that you wear, uh, it gets heavy after a while. And then, if it's hot outside, you sweat and just. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. All the time yes and they change all the time yes doing your back exercises now yeah you know what you should do you should also fly a drone if you want complexity (laughs) you'd be good at it if you like that i think you'd probably be good at that yeah any guys drone operators you guys do that here 
We uh, we do have a drone, but we only pull it out for the Christmas parade that goes. <laughs> <laughs> the special event drone. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And then also with the Steadicam, besides you know the factors that come into it, you also have to pay attention to the picture itself, and then you also have to prepare the camera before you start filming for um, the lighting and stuff like that. So, and then I just like seeing how difficult it is, and then wanting to say I, I'm good at that, I'm able to do that is yeah. what's really like awesome. striving me to want to do it. Here, I'm going to tell you something. Not a lot of people know. Um, my um, my dad was the voice of the NFL for 17 years, and he worked with Steve Sable, who started NFL Films. And Steve Sable would only record on film. When digital came, he was like, "No, only film." And and one of the reasons they are such a great filming company is because he said, "Never stop filming. Never stop filming." And he would have people, runners, that had cans of film chase the shooters around so they could constantly reload the camera. Um, with a steady cam, are you, it's, it's all digital, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, you don't have like film <laughs> trailing <laughs> yeah. you like toilet paper behind you. Fortunately okay, good. not. Good. Uh, otherwise, if I step back, <laughs> I'm going to trip on it. Right. Have that. you ever worked not with me. film? Uh, no, I, I have not. not okay. Yet. I, okay. I want to. I want to just to see what it's like. Exactly. But I have not done it yet. Okay. Okay. Do you like sports? You like obviously action if you're running around with a steady cam. Yeah, I actually play soccer. Um, I'm at a club. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I also play for my high school. Very I'll tell cool. you the the most. I'm a producer, but back in the day, I was a shooter, and the most fun job I ever had. And then I'm steady cam. I just had a camera on my shoulder, shooting college football on the field. And you run harder than the players do. Oh you know? By the end of the fourth quarter, I was like, I don't even carry wins, you know? I mean, I was just tired, but it's the most fun. Shooting sports is a lot of fun. Yep, yep. Doesn't matter what sport it is. Now, I'm going to go over to Dane again. No, not Dane again. I like Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I like audio. I think it's cool. Do you have um, a platform where you put up uh, anything you create, and music or conversations, like anything like that? Uh, I I usually put things up on YouTube. Like okay. If I'm allowed to, then I'll post it there and I'll send it to my friends and stuff like that. It, I put it more out there just so I have a place to pull it up if I want to show somebody, uh, as opposed to just storing it like on my phone or in a drive somewhere. Right. Do you want anyone to look at it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Do you want to tell us where we can find it? Uh, on YouTube, just type in like. Dane makes or Dane's music collection, and okay. then there's just like songs and stuff on there. Cool, there we. That's what we wanted. Dane's music collection. What about you? Well, I. Where is your stuff? I generally just keep my videos private to myself <laughs> yeah, on, on Google Drive and stuff like that. Okay, okay. And Ms. Maddie. Um, I'm, most of the stuff that I have is on TV. I like the link talking with Tony, uh, the board trainings that we do. Other other than that, if I film something on my own, um, I, don't, I don't show anybody. It kind of stays in my Google Drive and gotcha. just sits there. Gotcha. Just real quick, because I also teach a class, and I'll say the one thing it's like they're mortified of. I'm like, you're working in a business where everything you do is for broadcast or for public consumption. But they're like, post it? No. Anybody else look at it? No. <laughs> Why not, man? Put it out there. 
I make well, him. Dane is putting it out He's there. The there we go. I make Brian share all his stuff with me because um, in eighth grade when we when we met, we filmed a, a short horror film. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. What's it I, called? Um, what it was a six word story. It was a six word story. So the concept of video, uh, the video, well, it was my video. So the concept of the video was uh, we had to make a story out of six words, and mine was a, a horror one. So basically, um, there were two people, which were myself and Madison, being chased by chasing. Uh, okay, being chased by Pursued. some stranger. A stranger pursuing you for yes. no reason. For yes. it was no context. It was it was six words. But uh, at the time, I'd barely just met him, and he was like, "I need you to trip, and I need you to make it look good." Okay, a pratfall. And, oh my god! And I ripped my jeans. <laughs> no, process, and I was so mad at him. And Did you? Were you insured for the jeans? No, no, um, not. No. But then I put no, ketchup on his face for a video. Yeah. Film, there you so go. There you it. go. You got reven- revenge. Yeah, because yeah, I hate ketchup now. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate ketchup in general. Hold on, this thing, what you trying to do? You know you're too whack to be in our school. Too loud, too big, too much to bear. Too bold, too bright, too prone to swear. I heard that song for much too long. Ain't this my son? Ain't this my moon? Ain't this my world to be who I choose? Ain't this my song? Hey, girls on film fans, how are you? I know all my girls love to wear makeup like me. And I want to ask you when it comes to your beauty products, when we have so many choices, why not ask for more? Why not ask your favorite companies to be vegan and cruelty free? Okay, true story. I was um, looking at Instagram and I ordered some makeup from Thrive Cosmetics. That's not cosmetics, it's cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E. M-E-T-I-C-S, cosmetics. And I'm sure you've seen it if you go on Facebook at all. If you go on Instagram, you're going to see Thrive Cosmetics. They do a great job with their online tutorials and their branding. And I liked what they said about their products, so I thought I would give it a whirl. I bought some. I, today, put some on my face, used some of the um, amazing, amazing mascara that they have, they're, it's almost like a tattoo lipstick that they have and um, a buildable blur CC cream. Love, love, love. Smells good, feels good, goes on lightly, makes you look just natural, uh, but better. <laughs> natural, but better. We, you know what I mean when I say that. I'm going to tell you, it's been several hours. I still look I look nice. The lipstick's still there. It's in place. I've had coffee. None of it came off on the coffee cup. It looks good. Um, Thrive Cosmetics provides amazing coverage. And the way the foundation and the CC cream works is that it really highlights your best features. And it smells so nice, but it's also free of parabens and sulfates. It's nice and it's safe. Here's one thing I love. It's vegan. And I don't eat it, but it's vegan. And it's cruelty-free. There's no animal testing. No dogs are getting this stuff put into their eyes. They're not eating it. No bunnies are suffering. And I love that. It's cruelty-free. You can spend your money knowing that you have not contributed to the suffering of one of our furry friends. I'm a big animal lover. I've got my houses like a zoo. 
and um, you can feel good about that. Also, you can auto-replenish. Just check the box when you order online. Auto-replenish once a month, send me a new mascara. I go through that stuff like crazy. We all know the eyelash fad that is taking over America right now. Go with it and get the mascara. Definitely, definitely do it. Giving back, Thrive Cosmetics, uh, their products are so effective. And for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics, again, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, donates. They donate to help women who are in need thrive. They help women that are emerging from homelessness, women that are surviving domestic abuse, and women that are fighting cancer. We all know someone that has had to deal with one of those three things, homelessness, uh, domestic abuse, and cancer. We all know people. So just know that when you're doing this, again, it's cruelty-free and you're helping somebody and you're getting a great product. Um, Leaping Bunny and PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, uh, have joined with Thrive Cosmetics, to uh, to make sure that this is a quality product you can feel good about buying. Let me just tell you again, the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara is a must. And just today, just my first time, I tried the Buildable Blur CC Cream. Love, love, love. Here's what you got to do. I want you to go to thrivecosmetics.com slash girls on film, all one word, girls on film, and enter the code girls on film. Again, all one word. For 15% off, it's not 10%, ladies, it's 15. That's a nice chunk of change, especially to feel good about all of those things. Um, 15% off your first purchase. So go to Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash girls on film and enter girls on film for 15% off thrivecosmetics.com slash girls on film and enter girls on film and feel good about looking good In the olden days, people would put a demo tape together. Now, when you send your portfolio out, maybe you're not doing this yet, but in the future, how are you going to do it? How are you going to put? How are you going to put sa- like a sampling together? What do you think? I've always had the idea that I would take everything that I create and just edit it all together into a short montage. Okay. Absolutely. It'll jump from thing to thing with the title of what it is. Thank you for saying montage because we've interviewed so many people in the last year and no one has, and it's, we're all about like 
entertainment, and no one has said montage yet. I don't think anybody puts out the standard demo tape anymore. No. I'm just talking about his good vocabulary. Oh. <laughs> what about you? Well, Use was, montage, man. <laughs> yeah, I was... Um, in the future... Or juxtaposition uh, <laughs> is also a good one. Yes, yeah, so in the future, um, probably in a, a couple weeks from now, because... Um, in the future, in a couple weeks from now? Yes. Yeah, oh, my God. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, I'm going to make a montage of all my best videos, but I'm waiting till I get uh, a couple because I'm working on a few projects right now, and I'm waiting till those come out, and then I'll compile a few together. Got it. Nothing Very beats good. a really hot edit, though. You know what I mean? You don't need all the full context. Just right. You know. Right. And, and Miss Maddie, I know. I know your stuff's on TV. Yeah. But uh, you're gonna have to go through it. Um, when I first started, I didn't know this is what I was gonna do, so I don't have any kind of like. Uh, resemblance in, in between my videos like a lot of people have okay um it's not too late to start you're <laughs> only 16 yeah thanks so. mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am a mom um, hello so sue me okay but a couple uh i'm working on those two student emmys like i was talking to right. you about very good and they're they're looking to be pretty good excellent so i'm probably going to use those and then um, I also uh, work at the county commissioner's office, and I record their meetings. So I'll probably put some of that in there as well. God, and if not you, too much of that, I hope. If you guys, <laughs> just the dramatic parts. Yeah, if you guys ever collaborate on other people's projects, I would encourage you. You probably already have heard this. I would encourage you to um, make sure that future employers know that you did like a piece or this part of that, because. That shows how you can insinuate your skills into a team. Um, and from talking to your fa your faculty here and your CEO, it seems like they're really, really pushing teamwork, and they want you guys to be able to do that. Working with teams is hard. Maddie, what's the hardest part about being on a team for you? Um, it used to it used to not be that hard. I felt like uh, everyone was like kind of working together, but now it's kind of like a, a power power push. Okay. So everybody wants to be in charge of something, and everybody wants to do something. So sometimes it's a it's a little bit of a struggle to be like, hey, you can do that, but you know, ultimately it's still my decision what happens here. Right. And, and but I want your input, and then someone always tries to take over, and it just comes comes a power fight. That's the fine art of politics in, and your ego. Um, it's it is very it's a very difficult dance to learn. It's like the tango on steroids. What about you working with teams? So for me, um, the hardest. Uh, I get along with most people pretty well, but no. <laughs> yeah. The hardest part for me would be like um, sharing my ideas and kind of like uh, like explaining why I think it's good, maybe compared to what they think we should do. Right, right. Don't ever let anyone make you feel like your ideas are stupid. It's like there's never no stupid questions. You know, when it goes, yeah, this one's stupid, because people will do that. All throughout your career, in this career, it'll do it. Don't yep. don't let them tell you your idea is dumb. It's competitive because we're all insecure about it. You're like, God, is it really? You know, don't believe it. It's competitive, and if you are striving to do some really good stuff, and um, 
one of the things that that Mike Britt and um, Pat and your CEO were talking about uh, was work ethic and teamwork and people skills. Those the soft skills. You guys are all charming and nice. Seriously, that's going to take you so far. I promise you. Um, watching people, observing people in this business, you're going to see the jerks that spin around and make everybody mad and they're not gonna get the jobs. Um, like you said though, getting you know, you with your very, very uh, smart way of saying, I like your idea, thank you for telling me, blah, 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 I will make the final. That's fantastic. Now, Dane, you might be working in with, with, with audio, it might be a little bit more isolated I'm not sure. What do you think? Uh, I think it is. I, I feel like in a live sound setting, there's a lot of team. You're efforts right, going right, in. right. So I would agree with Good Maddie point. on that field. Okay. Because it is a lot of like ideas clashing. And like usually I'm the one who takes charges on the board meeting for our audio team. And I'll, I'll take suggestions like, hey, maybe we should put this mic here. Maybe we should use this kind of mic. And I'll take those suggestions. But it is ultimately I have the final say and I do take a lot of suggestions but a lot of the time it'll just get done like somebody will give it a suggestion an hour later it was done and nobody like approved of it or anything right not even the teacher approved of it gotcha but in the mixing world I think it's more of a it is kind of an isolated thing it not 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 a lot of people are throwing suggestions at you so it's a lot more in your control but the artist is also throwing suggestions at you cool so it's a lot more of like a mutual like kind of process i feel right now what what is your dream like if you could have it if you could do something what's your dream project i sound like i'm from new york what's your dream project dane (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, it i really want to know mixing something with a piano in it I, I think I you could. I think you things. can do that. I love mixing things that have pianos. In them. For uh, John Williams, the composer, that the would film be composer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I gotta make your dream bigger, because mixing with a piano is not big enough. Probably mixing for movies. That 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 is something that I've always wanted to do. You're gonna do it. And it would also keep me in tune with like my film side because I, I did start out in film. Excellent, excellent. Smart, Brian. What is, like, go for it. What is the, you know, what is the dream? We're not going to tell anyone. Well, yeah, we are. We're going to tell, like, 30,000 people. So tell us what the dream is. So my dream, um, well, I'll give two. So maybe a short term would be, like, being able to use a steady cam for, like, at least, like, a small project or something like that. Okay, that can that's achievable. And, like, maybe, hopefully, in, like, the next five ten years maybe but i'm hoping to one day be able to work on uh like a multi-million dollar movie yep and being like the cinematographer steady cam operator stuff like that fantastic that's a that's a great dream and when you get your oscar i'm gonna be watching <laughs> at home with my popcorn and clapping for i know him we interviewed him <laughs> right and now maddie it's your turn I've reveal actually, the dream i've actually put a lot of thought into this <gasps> this is this so has glad. been my dream for eight years before i even wanted to know i i did film but it recently changed it's still the same thing 
Um, I just want to work on any movie that has Robert Downey Jr. in it. (laughs) Any movie. I don't care what I do. I'll be the PA. I will clean up trash and bring him coffee. Gotcha. But I just want to work on any movie that has Robert Downey Jr. in it. Take it on in. Hey, we are back at the Central Educational Center in Noonan, Georgia, with director Pat Patton, who is over the audio program here. Elaborate for me. That was a horrible introduction. Oh, no, it's just fine. I mean, <laughs> we're the low lifes of the, no. of the organization anyway, right? Because we always work for picture, unless we're doing our own thing. Like, you guys are doing an audio podcast, so Love. that's just standalone, right? It's, it's, audio is great. So audio at Central Educational Center. Um, we have uh, several offerings. Essentials of Sound Recording 1, which takes, the, takes students that are interested in music production or music creation from the basics of microphones to room design to signal flow to Pro Tools to doing team projects. Great. The second advanced class of Recording 1 is Recording 2. It's all team projects. Fantastic. Um, So they can do anywhere from three to six in a semester. And uh, it's really good. I mean, there there could be, uh, we we could be doing voiceover, uh, automated dialogue replacement. They could be doing commercial work. They can be doing creation of their original songs where they're all playing drums and guitars and singing. It's anything that they want it to be as long as it's hands-on and they're learning. Gotcha. Oh, and then Go our field, field audio live sound class is, is taking it uh, more toward the sound for picture, sound for television. Darren here has just gotten back from doing a, a, a show that he has to do two different shows a week where he's doing audio production for the school every week. And uh, so it's real hands-on. And then we do live sound uh, for concerts, for festivals. Last Sunday we were out doing an event uh, in the park in, in Noonan where we had 12 or 13 of our students there setting up sound gear, running, running the stage for a bluegrass trio and a jazz duo. For Fantastic. The Darren, what project yeah. are you working on right now? I just came back from a shoot, they call it like The Link, and it's a local uh, TV show. Um, today I was the floor person, okay. and that 
basketball, like everything that's. I knew I that. saw you. Yes, ma'am. I did. I saw you over there. Okay, good. <laughs> so I was the one um, uh, near the stage, miking up the talents, right? Uh, with lavalier microphones. You were a pro. And then, <laughs> thank you. You were. Yes. That's and great. Then, um, uh, there's a IFB. That, okay, I don't know what that is. So that's a interruptible fullback. Okay. Feed to, like, interruptible fallback. Okay, I anchors Thank you. Yeah. And it's a <laughs> communication from the um, person in broadcast to one of the hosts. Right. So that they okay. Can communicate back and forth. They say that was the stupidest thing you ever said. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Or or lengthen it out. You have three more minutes, and it looks like you're wrapping up. Or <laughs> yep. We got to get out quick. Or say this. <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> you ever watch broadcast news, the movie? Uh, uh, I'm betting no. Okay, you got to look it up. It's old, but it's good. <laughs> Kendall, what are you working on right now at the school? Well, usually I do talking with Tony, and me and him will do that together. Okay. And we'll like take turns doing broadcast or floor. Great. Great. But I don't really like make music. I like producing it sometimes for fun, okay. but I do makeup mostly. But I'm sound recording team. I produced a song and I had Darren sing on it. <gasps> he does have a nice voice. Yeah. Just speaking. So I'm assuming. Yeah, he's a can really you, good singer. Can you sing us something? Um, Just a little 10 seconds. Uh, give me give me a smile. little. Okay, so I have a song. Go for it. Okay, so. Do it. Because the night skies seem much closer when you come around. And the fires burn much higher when you show your smile. And I was like, (laughs) That's good. That's good. And this guy is so cute, everybody. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm going to, I need a picture of you. Um, Kendall, you said you do make, make, did I hear this wrong? Makeup. Yeah, I do like special effects makeup, like wow. the kind you do in movies. Okay. I like at 13 stories, but I want to do it for movies. That's one day. Very good. She, yeah. She's a trader. She's a really good audio producer, a really good audio technician. And she can do both. Well, she's. I, we keep trying. We keep trying to keep her in our camp. She's going to, she likes the audio. She'll stay. <laughs> but, you know, she's got to do what she loves. She, she does. And she's really good at it. Yeah. You should see her. Pictures. I would love Thank to. You. I would love to. What's your favorite kind of makeup to do? Like, is it a Walking Dead or is it a like a period piece where you're? What do you like? Or kind of like the gore stuff better. So like kind of like mm-hmm. zombies, but not really. Like zombies are okay, but I like like normal gore better. Are your pictures What's online normal anywhere? gore? Oh, it's when people get cut up and stabbed yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like um, in Us, like in Us, that movie. Have you seen that? I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh my God, who who did that movie? I never saw it. <laughs> the same producer, the same guy as as that did Get Out. Come oh, on, oh, come oh. on, oh, yeah. come Jordan. on, Jordan Peele. Oh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So us. tell us where can we see your pictures? You you got to be online somewhere. Yeah. Well, I usually don't post it online because I was <laughs> oh. too scared to, but I did. No. <laughs> yes. I, I did Let's post it. it like some one day, like not too long ago, because I tried DMing. The um, producer for The Walking Dead, but he ignored it. <gasps> but it's okay. <laughs> Maybe he'll like text me back one day. We met the executive producer of The Walking Dead, who's just 
recently sort of retired, but he's still a consultant for The Walking Dead. His name yeah. is Tom Luce, L-U-S-E. And if you email me, I'll give you his email address. Whoa. Okay. 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 And he'll introduce you. So where, we where can we see your work? Um, I have like one thing posted on Instagram. What's your What's your handle on Instagram? Hold on, I spell my name weird, so I'm just gonna spell it out. Yes. K y n d a l t a e g e n. One more time. K y n d a l t a e g e n. Very good. We're gonna go look. And you, sir. Are you online anywhere that we can find you? Uh, really on Instagram as well. Okay, give it. And uh, my handle would be, uh, it's my name is Darren, so M-Y. Spell M- it, Darren, because so I know it has a Y. Yeah. D-A-R-R-Y-N. M-Y, it's D-A-R-R-Y-N, and then like my name is Darren. And what will we be looking at? Uh, really, it's like, um, I used to post a lot of uh, videos of me and like a couple friends cool. uh, creating music. In right. like their home studio together. Nice. It was a he was an old uh, or a recent student of Mr. Pat right here, Cam Herring. Yeah, he's yeah. at MTSU now. Yeah, he'll MTSU. be here next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's coming back. I think you guys have an amazing teacher here and an unbelievable resource. So, so, Darren, you've released things to to the digital service providers. I mean, it's to Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. You've yes, got sir. product out there, right? Yes, sir. Under, How do your, we, under your artist name or your personal it's name? It's under my artist name. Which it's, is? I'm called Euro, but it's spelled the first. It's not a letter. It's the European dollar sign. Okay. Is the first. I was thinking like, E-U-R-O, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but instead of the E, it's the European, like, uh Like the artist currency. formerly known as Prince. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then U-R-O. U-R-O, yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to look. All right. We're going to look. Everybody Thank look. You. Pat. Tell us one more thing about this school and about what you want to see here, because and then we, we got to jump. There's not another school like it that I'm aware of. I mean, the fact that we, most of the directors here are industry professionals, not certified teachers, that we're bringing in real-world experience and readying these kids to go out and work in the marketplace yeah. as opposed to just continue education. If they continue education, then they're going to be the best at their at their college or at their certificate program and if they want to go directly into the workforce they're capable to get an entry-level position so Absolutely. i don't think that's happening much we're, we're in the middle of organizing an audio engineering society chapter here at cec love as far as we know it will be the first high school aes chapter in the country there are a lot of firsts here there's not another essential sound recording class in the state of Georgia. There's only about three in the United States at the high school level where kids are getting immersed in audio like they're getting immersed in audio here. Amazing, it, amazing. I mean, if we would have had this for me growing up. I mean, my life changed in six, 1964 with the Beagles, yep. but it was all self-taught after that. Right. I had no formal exposure until in the mid-80s at 27 when I went through a program. Right. Very good. Well, no, we've definitely established that this school is one of a kind, and we are so, so lucky to be able to highlight this jewel in Noonan, Georgia, um, with its cutting-edge programs, its fantastic faculty like Pat Patton, who is teaching audio and audio engineering and background, in, including a stint in producing at Muscle Shoals, which how many artists would kill to go there and do do what, do what you did. Um, really impressive Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And we are Girls on Film, and we are out. Mm-hmm.